Hello and welcome back to the Finlay Carmichael PT podcast. In this episode, I am very excited to be joined by Cheryl Warren, who is co-owner of the Glasgow PT Gym. She's a personal trainer and online coach. In this episode, we go deep and specific in terms of building muscle. We talk about why we would recommend building muscle in terms of specifically females. We talk about some of the fears that Cheryl and her clients have seen, along with my clients as well. We talk about training, we talk about diet, we talk about progress pictures, we talk about um, so many different things that I know you're going to get a ton of value from if you're looking to build some muscle and improve your body shape and look more toned, more defined and feel more confident. So excited for you to have a listen to this. Just want to take the opportunity to say a massive thank you to Cheryl for taking the time out of her day to come on the podcast. If you do have any questions or there's anything you would like to know, um, please, as always, give either of us a message. And as well, please feel free to give the podcast a share and give us a tag on your stories. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Have a good day and yeah, let us know what you think. Cheryl, hello and welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, I'm very well. How are you? I'm very well. What have you been up to today? Coaching? I've been coaching today, yeah. I've been in the gym, um, coaching some clients back home, um, clients' plans, signing up new clients. So it's all go, you know what it's like. Good, you don't really good. Get a day off, do you? So a busy day then? Yeah, very busy, but it's been good. Enjoy it. Been, it's, it's better being busy, isn't it, really? Yeah, 100%. It's, um, it's nice to kind of thrive off it a wee bit, but yeah, it's been good. Busy day. I was like a, a good to-do list and ticking them off. That's, yeah, yeah, that's something so feeling. satisfying about that. Yep. So yeah. um, do you want to just go and tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what's what's interesting about Cheryl? Yeah, of course. So I am <laughs> named Cheryl, and I am, I'd say, kind of newly qualified PT. Um, it's been about nine months, um, so it still feels pretty new. But yeah. I suppose it's not. I'm not. Not. Um, I'm not just a baby anymore. At it, but I've been. Yeah, been really enjoying it. Um, before that, I have just worked in offices. I've just done jobs that I've just never really enjoyed. I went from job to job and just kind of got by. Um, started to get a wee bit older and kind of late twenties and started to get a bit worried about what I was going to do for the rest of my life. Um, and then lockdown happened, and along came a great opportunity to sit and study my PT course. Um, so I done that during lockdown. Um, my boyfriend Chris, who is the Glasgow PT, already had a great business up and running. So um, I have been um, very lucky to kind of just step into that. Um, and we, during lockdown, decided to go for it together. And yeah, I did my PT course. We went to then look at units and got a gym. Um, so it was all very full steam ahead. But I've just I've enjoyed every single minute, every single minute of it. It's just been um, unreal. It's just it's went so quick. I don't really feel like I've been doing it for nine months. Yeah. Um, it was kind of just like, here's your qualification, now on you go, go be a PT. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what's what I've been doing the last kind of year, um, and I'm loving it. Still learning, still um, got a lot to learn, um, but yeah, I'm enjoying every step of the way. Good. How, how, you found, how have you found both working and living with Chris? Um, I only want to murder him on a Tuesday and a Thursday, but every other day is fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's been absolutely fine. It's been, it's been really good. We get along very, very well. Um, of course, every relationship, we have our moments, but we've um, we found a, a good routine that works for us. We still have our days where I'm in the gym and he's not. Um, so yeah, there's still that kind of part of the day where you actually get to look forward to seeing each other, which is good, but we work, 
we do work really well together so it's been great good and i know you've obviously only been qualified nine months but you've obviously been been like training a long time before that have you have you like trained your whole life or what, what sort of time so i've i've always been into some sort of fitness i suppose since probably i was about nine years old um i was a cheerleader for about 10 years um and yeah that took over my life at that point but that's i'm very thankful for that it got me into where i am now i, I suppose um weight training i've only been weight training for coming up for about four years so not too long but yeah um about four years but i'd say seriously for probably about two and a half years um but yeah i've always been into some sort of fitness whether it be cheerleading or swimming gymnastics so i suppose i've always been quite athletic um yeah i've always i've always enjoyed them kind of keeping fit i suppose okay do you remember do you remember when you first started going to the gym like do you remember being nervous going in and stuff yeah i do i do so um chris um was my first PT, my only PT that I had or ever had. Um, he, he was the first. So my first session was a PT session with him. So I'd never been to a gym really um, that was just kind of on my own and just winging it. Uh-huh. The first when I signed up with Chris, that was my very first kind of serious weight training session. I mean, I'd been in gyms and maybe went to a class, yeah. like Bums and Tums or something, which obviously helped grow my glutes massively. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so my first serious training session was with Chris. So I've been very lucky to be kind of guided um, through this whole journey with him the whole time. So he's always been there from the start to now, really. Yeah. What what made what made you want to do a PT session? Like, do you remember why? Yeah, you... I do. This is um, this is quite deep actually. So I'll try and just keep this short and sweet. But <laughs> um, I was in a relationship at the time that was just going very much downhill, um, and he had got a PT at the time. Um, and I thought if I got into PT as well, it would make the relationship better. I thought he's into the gym. If I get into the gym as well, then we'll, we'll, we'll have something common at least. We'll have something to talk about. Um, very, very underconfident at that time in my life. So I thought that would help, which it did. Um, and actually the best thing came from that, which was being confident enough to walk away from a, a bad relationship. So that's why I actually got into PT. And I knew Chris from school. Um, sorry, not PT, but training. Um, I knew Chris from school, we went to school together um, and he was the only guy I knew at the time that really done PT and he obviously wasn't but he was the only guy I knew um, and I signed up with him so and wow. that's been it since yeah, the last go. four years yeah and, and that's how uh, me and Chris got together also before you ask. <laughs> <laughs> no I was actually going to ask does the the ex still go to the gym do you know? Um, I'm, I'm happy to say that I couldn't even tell you Okay. We don't even know. We don't. We didn't have like the same circle of friends or right. kind of okay. anyone in common. As soon as it was done, that was literally it. Separate ways. Never heard or seen him again. So cool. That's that's interesting and yeah. good to know. Um. So sort of first of all, I just want you to give us a little bit of background in terms of why you might recommend and sort of the benefits that that you found along with obviously your clients in terms of not not just focusing on the fat loss side of things, but also like building muscle, getting stronger and, and that whole side of things. Yeah, so I suppose I'm quite, people would maybe think lucky. Um, I'm more on the thinner side and yep. I've never really been on a massive fat loss phase. So although most of my clients um, are fat loss, I do really enjoy speaking about building muscle and that's what excites me because that's what I've always done. Mm-hmm. Obviously I have done some phases where I've went on a fat loss phase because I've done a photo shoot or I've had a holiday. So um, I have been in that kind of diet and calorie deficit type thing. Um, but aside from that, weight training and feeling strong and feeling confident is what it's all about for me. 
um, who wants to be in a calorie deficit all their life, if you are in a place where you're able to build muscle and get into a calorie surplus, it should be celebrated. You're in a good place. It's not just about counting calories. Well, it is a bit, but it's not just about watching what you eat, getting your cardio done. Um, it's, it's not as boring as that. It's more exciting. Um, and there's a lot more to it. I think people really just don't know what it entails. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's good to be kind of... I suppose I've been on a few different journeys in, my, in the last four years. Um, so I've kind of walked the walk, I suppose, as well. But yeah, waging in general, just the, the quality side of things for me anyway is what it's always been about. Um, feeling that kind of strength and having something to be excited about. It's just, yeah, same, but same with my clients as well. Like I said, it's people come there for mental health reasons as well, which is obviously a big thing the last kind of couple of years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I suppose that comes with com- confidence, doesn't it really? Yeah. But yeah, it's just that, that feeling you get from being in a gym and having a great session, there's nothing else like it. Yeah, like something something that I focus on like with my clients is not only like helping them see like fat loss results in terms of being short term, but I think a lot of people will get to a point where they, they lose the fat and then they think like they've got to live like that to to maintain the results. Whereas yeah. I think a, a big part of the process is then understanding like, right, now I'm going to build muscle, now I'm going to improve my shape yeah. um, and sort of get as strong as I can because mm-hmm. there's there's going to be way more benefits. And I think like, what gets you from A to B won't necessarily get you from B to C. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of like, what what is it that you enjoy in terms of um, like training and what sort of what sort of differences have you seen in terms of like confidence within that? So I suppose the the thing that I enjoy the most is seeing the. I, I mean, as for me, the physical aspect, like I've just said, I have always been on the thinner side. Um, which going back to kind of four years ago, I was very underconfident because I was quite skinny. Um, I had nothing on my body at all. Um, and I always wanted to change that, which I think in this day and age, it's always, you know, it's kind of always leaning more towards fat loss. And that's what is always about. It's always about calorie deficits and stuff. So um, for me, it's not ever, it's not really ever been that. Um, so for me, it was always about changing my body. And the fact that eating more food and weight training can do that and you're in control of that, that's just, that's so exciting. That's up to you, get that chance to go in and, and make that change. And no one else is going to do that but you. And feeling that inner kind of strength, I know that sounds a wee bit cheesy, but having that confidence in yourself to go in and lift that kind of heavy weight that you never thought you'd do, or get a PB in a squat, go into a gym on your own, when, you know, that was always a thing as well about walking into a gym full of guys. Um, was just the feeling of the kind of thrill you get from that for me is what it's all about. But mostly, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, it is, for me, the physical side of it. Yeah. I don't really use the gym as a, an escape from my mental health or to improve my mental health. Um, I'm lucky enough to say I've never really suffered from from that kind of side of things. So it is all about um, changing my physique for me, and I just love every minute of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm quite similar to you in the terms of, like, never really suffered suffer badly with mental health and stuff, but I think it's, like, a really good anchor point, like, in my yeah. week to know that, like, right, four times this week I'm going to go to the gym and it just gives you like an hour to prioritize yourself which yep. is of course like really, really important and I think when when you're focusing on building muscle I think it's like a total mindset shift because when you're in a calorie deficit and you're obviously focusing on fat or focusing on fat loss and um, obviously you're very focused on trying not to lose muscle and 
it's almost it's not from a negative side but when you're focusing on building muscle it's like going into the gym and seeing like right i'm gonna beat the reps i did from last week i'm gonna try and lift heavier i'm gonna try and get a rep more and it's like it's almost like looking at it from a more positive approach in terms of that and obviously like fat loss you'll see results a lot faster than build the muscle because yeah. build muscle takes time which is yeah. something that that we can come on to now and just the last sort of thing i want to ask you and, and that sort of point was did you so you obviously mentioned um like being thin yeah did you, would you have seen people calling you skinny as like an insult or yeah i yeah. massively did massively and still to this day and I know now that um, people that say that tend to just be uneducated and they don't actually realise they're offending you because they think that they'll give you a compliment. Yeah. But it's like, you're not allowed to call someone fat. Yeah. You, you can't say, say to someone, or like, you, wee bit of weight to lose, you know, a wee bit chubby around the cheeks. Like, yeah. imagine saying that to someone. <laughs> um, and I used to really get offended by that because I was so insecure about it. I knew I was getting to an age, even in my teens, I've always been quite flat-chested. Um, glutes have never been there. I've always just been so thin. And I always struggle to gain weight. And it's that's just like my mum and my sister are the same as well. So it's just genetics, like everything always is. Um, but I was very aware of it, getting into my kind of, like, even the age of 19, 20, 21, I was still the same. I just didn't change. My body was very slow and kind of changing. Um, even now when I am trying to, um, gain muscle it's it's a kind of very very slow and steady progress for me so yeah being called skinny is is something I've always I've spoke about it on Instagram a couple of times because um it's just it's, a, it's almost like body shaming really um but in the same sense you just can't say anything anymore because yeah, everything's yeah. you know someone thinks I've been nice and it's no I'm not like to say that as well so it's a fine line but me personally I, I have always took a wee bit of offense to it and I suppose that's just my my own issues yeah. That's just my insecurities, really. I was I was talking to someone a few weeks ago, and they said they were said pretty much exactly the same. They said that someone called them skinny, or I can't remember if it was skinny or thin. But then they sort of they sort of said, "Well, I wish you would call me fat," because it was yeah. like they wanted to be to to like be heavier, have more muscle. Like, yeah. And they saw uh, being skinny as an insult. So yeah, I was actually in the gym one day a couple of weeks ago. And the gym's usually quite cold in the morning, so I usually have like a kind of puffer jacket on. So it makes me look, I suppose, <laughs> just makes me look as if I'm bigger. And one day I had it off and I just had on a, a just a kind of thinner top. And one of my clients says to me, oh, Sherry, you look dead skinny today. And I was like, I'm like, Don't say that. I'm like six months into a muscle gaining phase. Like, that is not <laughs> what I want to hear right now. And she's like, oh, I didn't mean that. It's just because you usually always have that jacket on. And I was like, I obviously wasn't offended. I knew what she meant. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, oh, that kind of hurt a wee bit. <laughs> I got me deep. <laughs> um, so what would you say are some of the fears that, that you found, along with obviously clients, that um, has come up when it comes to building muscle? So honestly, for me, when it comes to fears of building muscle, I must, I'm going to be just be totally honest. I'm not going to make anything up. I didn't have any at all. Sure. I have never been scared to gain weight because I've always been on the thinner side, even if that meant gaining a bit of fat, which is inevitable for going in a muscle gaining phase. Um, I, I welcome that and I still do. And because I know the end result is more important. Um, but if I'm talking about my clients and, the, and their fears and what I've experienced through my, my clients going through this, it is that, it is that of gaining a bit of fat, um, feeling bloated. You're not going to be waking up in the morning checking for abs anymore. That's out the window. Um, taking pictures at the weekend and trying to compare them to see changes 
you won't even want to do that because you're not going to see that wee line in your shoulder. You're not going to see a wee striation in your quad. Like that all goes completely. It's not about fat loss anymore. Um, and the progress, as you said before, is so much slower than um, fat loss. So, so, so much slower, especially when you're not a newbie anymore and you don't have newbie gains yeah. and you're actually trying to build lean muscle. It's very, very, very difficult. And it's so underrated of how hard it actually is. And it takes a lot a lot, lot longer time than it does to, to lose fat. Yeah. Um, so I suppose that's the most common fear with my clients is that they want to have, they also ha want to have an end goal and an end date in mind of how long should I do this for? It's like, well, how long is a piece of string? You know, how long do you got? If you could do this for a year, then let's go for it. Um, so yeah, it's the, the thought of someone that's maybe went through a fat loss phase previously and then they want to start building muscle, the thought of them then maybe having to gain a bit of fat back for them is just, they can't fathom that at all. So that's the biggest, um, the biggest fear of my clients anyway. Yeah, I would totally agree. And like, I, I've got a client just now who lost loads of body fat and like I was, she did her check-in the other day and she was worried that she wasn't progressing as fast as she'd like, cause she wasn't seeing the difference in, in terms of pictures, like you just said. Yeah. And, um, she sort of mentioned that she'd always been focused on, like so focused on losing fat that now, like it was really weird for her to not that be the goal and now yeah. trying to build muscle and that side of things yeah. and it's like a total different change of mindset it's a total different way of thinking when you're like right the goal isn't to lose weight the goal isn't to be in a deficit and that side of things and it's then to to obviously yeah. build as much muscle so yeah. in terms of like goals and things like that is there any goals that you'd you'd specifically set for your clients when it comes to trying to build muscle? Yeah, it's got to be strength-based goals. It's got to be focusing on how heavy you can lift PBs every week. Um, and obviously, you're looking for your body to, to grow. You're looking for it to get bigger, but it's difficult to see the muscle um, because it's going to get covered in a little bit more fat and you're going to be a wee bit more fluffy, as we like to say. Um, so it's difficult to see physical changes when you're dieting, you have so many physical signs that your body's changing. Hunger being one of them, that you know you're hungry, you're in a, a deficit, you know it's working. Um, you start to see, if you use scale weight, you start to see that go down. We don't use scale weight, but measurements, um, you want them to come down, whether it's below your belly, your waist, things like that. So lots of signs and stuff for dieting. But when it comes to muscle growth, the biggest telltale sign is that your strength is going to go up in the gym because you're definitely not feeling hungry on a muscle gaining phase you're trying to push the calories as much as possible if anything you're not i don't, don't want to scare people off but you're sometimes force feeding the calories in because you just you've got a goal to still hit um and the calories with a muscle gaining phase in my opinion are much more important than they are in a fat loss phase um so yeah it's got to be predominantly a numbers game in terms in terms of strength in the gym that's got to be the focus so then that leads you away of thinking about anything else yeah. you're just coming in with one thing in your mind and it's i'm going to get this squat at 80, 90 kilo today, I'm going to get this deadlift. And once you do, you celebrate that and you need to just lead with that mindset hundred percent. Yeah. I think, I think that's like a really powerful thing as well. Cause you, the more you can focus on that, like performance side of things, the less you worry about the physical, but obviously it's going to have the benefit of the physical as well. Exactly. Um, exactly. And in terms of like timeframes, I know, I know like it's a very common question, like, well, how, how long am I going to have to do it for? How long should I focus on building muscle? And it's like, yeah. as you said, it to it's, it's going to be totally dependent on on the person and like yeah. some people might be a year some people might be like 12 weeks what whatever it is and it, it yeah. depends on like whether they've got events coming up whether they've got a holiday coming up things like that 
Yeah, so I was actually going to touch on that because a lot of people will, they want to go through a muscle gaining phase, but they'll be like, but I've got a holiday in 12 weeks time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, right, okay. So you almost need to choose what's more important. Do you want to go on a muscle gaining phase for six weeks and diet for six weeks for your holiday? Is six weeks enough time to build any sort of muscle mass? Is it really? I, I wouldn't say so. Um, or do you want to do this long term? And be uncomfortable on a holiday in a bikini because you will be bloated, you won't have abs, you won't feel lean. But in the long run, that's going to be much more beneficial to your goal, your end goal. The stopping and starting of let's just do this for a bit. On oh, I'm too uncomfortable, I feel bloated, I can't do it anymore. Strip it back again, back down even maintenance or back into deficit. Um, in my opinion, people just don't do it long enough. People don't have the a strong enough mindset to push through it. Not that I've witnessed anyway. I do have a few clients going through a muscle gaining phase but most of my clients are in calorie deficits or at least maintenance um, and trying to get across to them that they shouldn't have an end date in mind or they might have an event coming up in the summer, then to me, it's like tough. You need to just go through it. And I know that sounds harsh, but and that's maybe just how I'm with myself. And obviously, like you said, every client's journey is different. You need to do really what the client wants. But if you really have this goal in mind of growing some serious muscle, um, you need to be uncomfortable for a long time. Yeah, I think, I think if if you can think like long term, like if if the the listeners listen to this, if if they can think longer term rather than just like over the next twelve weeks, if you think long term, like right six months, I'm going to focus on building as much muscle as I can, and imagine then like let's say they manage to sort of increase calories, build focus on building muscle for sixteen weeks, twenty weeks, whatever and then go for a diet for, for 12, that's going to leave them looking much better than sort of doing six and six. And you, yeah. it's, it's easy to focus on the short term, but long term, you need to focus on like how you want to look. And obviously building muscle is going to mean that you've obviously got more muscle, look more toned, more defined and, and have a better shape to your body. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's more exciting as well. Like we spoke about, it's, it's not all about now, if I stayed in my deficit for yeah. more than 14 days and if I got my cardio done, um, it's, it's exciting to be able to increase your calories and especially long term as well for fat loss. If you build muscle in your frame, in layman's terms, you burn more calories just by being alive because you've got more muscle mass in your body. We obviously know that. So weight training then is obviously much more beneficial than just having cardio five days a week. Um, just for a short-term dieting phase how that is just who wants to do that forever and yeah. um, so yeah we all need to go through a, it's inevitable if you want to build muscle you can't be in a deficit forever you at least have to be in maintenance calories and even at that you need to you, you have to go through a phase where you, you enter a surplus even if it's not a massive you know not everyone has to push for three thousand calories for two years to build massive amount of, amounts of muscle but you have to enter that somewhat you need to be and some sort of surplus and, you know, really, really serious heavy weight training to really notice a, a change in your, your body composition is it's the only way to, to really grow some serious muscle. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. And just since you've, you've touched on training there, what, what are some of, like, the your top tips, would you say, when it, when it comes to training? What, what would you try and focus on? So it has to be intensity. It's got to be your training intensity has to be taken to a new level. Um it's going to be slightly different um, from, I mean, it's difficult because we're obviously throwing a mix of strength training and hypertrophy training for kind of everyone. Um, but you don't want your training to turn into be turn out to be a bit more cardio based where you're doing 20 to 15 to 20 reps on everything. You want to kind of test your strength when it comes to trying to build muscle. So you're going to be 
um, training in a kind of lower rep phase. Um, you want, you know, you're going to go for PBs. You're going to want to really train to failure as well. So it is tough. It's you kind of enter a new realm. But if you're fueling those workouts, then it's going to work. You eat and then you go to the gym and you put the food to good use. That's basically how it works. But you need to make sure that your training intensity is taken to a whole new level. It's not just ticking a box anymore. It's not just getting in the gym and doing tricep push downs, 15 reps. So that's a wee bit of a burn there. It's go to those last couple of reps where the form's not great, but you, you got the reps out. Um, so yeah, it's a whole different style of training. And most people probably do think they go to the gym and, and train like that anyway. But it's got to be it's got to be a different level. You need to go in with a whole different mindset. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I did a podcast last week on specifically on training, and like I call a, a question that I get asked quite a lot, and I'm sure you're the same. Is like, what's better, heavier weight and lower reps, or lighter weight and and higher reps? And like I, I was saying that a mixture is good, but intensity yeah. is like more important. Like yeah. you need to be ensuring that you are really really pushing. Like if you're got a set of 10 and you feel like you can do 15 reps then then it's too easy like you need yeah. to ensure that you are challenging yourself with the weight you're using how many reps you're doing and as you said like those those last reps might not look like perfect form but they're the ones that are going to really count i don't know yeah. i don't know who it is that says that um but like i know when, i feel like i've seen something like that recently actually yeah, when something like when the oh you only start counting the reps when they start Getting when start, yeah when they start to hurt like those last few yeah, yeah the ones before that really don't matter they're kind yeah. of just like warming you up almost yeah exactly yeah, definitely. and that's, that's that's so true like yeah. i knew you were going to say that there actually i feel like i've heard that as well i'm not sure who that is but there's a time and a place isn't there for three reps and four reps someone that's got a lot of fat to lose does not need to be testing their one rep max they don't they need to be doing the higher rep stuff and stuff that is going to burn more cardio and uh, calories sorry um, but if you're in there with the goal of building muscle, you need to be, you need to almost, I don't like the term shocking the muscle because compound exercises and getting better at them over time is, is where it's kind of, where the, the growth lies. But you do need to kind of keep it guessing, I suppose, and you need to be going in with a mindset of you're going to do better than the last session every single time. Yeah, so yeah that's, that's why I think it's really important to to keep like a, a note. So obviously I use an I like my clients will use an app and they just keep a note of what they've done previously and see that as like a target to beat every time you go in. Yeah. Obviously that's, that's what you want to be doing and ensuring yeah. you're stronger. hundred percent. We do the same with our clients. They've got like a, a notepad in, in the gym yeah. and they leave it there and they, they use it every session they come in. And if they say, for example, you know, leg press the last time I done three sets of 15, but on the last set I got up to 90. It's like, right, well, let's start at 90 this time. Let's yeah. get that for your three sets. So yeah, it's, um, it's it's you just it's about educating your client as well, isn't it? It's about kind of making sure they know why they're, they're doing that and make sure they know why they're in certain rep ranges and stuff. And I know a lot of people just like to come in and get the box ticked and they like to get put through a PT session. You just worry about that for them, which is fine. But if you're in this more seriously and you want to really change your body, then you need to take control of that and you need to take pride in what you're doing as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think it's always good to set yourself like, right, I'm going to go in and beat this. It's not like it has to be every exercise, but yeah. like set yourself some some goals, like, right, I'm going to go in and beat this. Yeah. And it just gets like that that little yeah. bit of competition. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. So in, in terms of diet, was, so obviously you mentioned um, like increasing your calories wasn't something that you were massively scared of or, or worried about. But how how have you sort of managed your client's ability to do that? 
So for so yeah, I suppose for me, um, I wasn't scared of it as such. I wasn't worried about it, but it's definitely been the most difficult part. Um, you get you do get to a phase. I said earlier where you're not hungry at all, but you need to get those calories in. And there's a fine line between just having food to get the calories in and having food that's going to actually benefit your body and you know nutritious whole foods and stuff. Very very fine line with that. But um, in terms of my clients. The few clients that I have got just now that are going through a muscle gaining phase, I've just been taking it really, really slow and steady with them. So we just need to make sure that the hunger's there. Um, we need to make sure that, again, the, the training intensity is um, as high as it can be as well. Um, but I've, there's been a couple of clients of mine that we've kind of just came to a plateau. Um, the strength is kind of staying the same in the gym. They're not hungry for any more calories. So we'll take maybe a wee deload week. We'll take a week where we just take a couple of hundred calories back down, add in maybe a 20 minute um, cardio session that week maybe do that for one or two weeks to kind of just reset things again and then they're good to go and for me that's always worked really really well I've done that myself and I suppose that's why I've done that with my clients it's, it's worked out for me before um, but it's trial and error if I'm being honest if, you're, if, if everyone's been honest about uh, calorie deficits and calorie surpluses it's a massive guessing game there's yeah. no mass there's no magic number whatsoever for anyone and um, even as a coach obviously we are more um we are we're kind of more what's the word, knowledgeable when it comes to um, how to go through a surplus and a calorie deficit and stuff, but not every person's the same. You can't, you know, it's like comparing oranges and apples. 1,700 calories might work for one client, but it might not work for another. So it is just a, an absolute guessing game, and it's all about their adherence and their honesty as well at the end of the yeah. day. So, yeah, got to have a good relationship with the client. Yeah, 100%. Like, I think that question, like how many calories should I have eaten, that always comes up. And as you say, it's totally, totally dependent. How, how many calories are you consuming just now? So in fact, you're, so you're trying to build muscle just now? I, I'm in a muscle gaining phase at the moment. Yeah. So I've been doing this now for, I think since February. I've lost, I've actually, I've lost track. Um, it feels like, it feels like it's been forever. Um, but I've been, so as of two weeks ago, I was up to 2,700 calories. Um, but I then was starting to massively struggle to get the food in. As I said, I was starting to go down the route of, I need to get the calories in here, so let me just get a chicken burger from McDonald's. Yeah. Um, and I knew I was going down a slippery slope then, but I was like, I'm, I'm not hungry for a bit of chicken and white rice anymore. I need to get these calories in somehow. So I did start to struggle. Um, so I did. I signed up with an online coach instead. I just needed, an, I needed another pair of eyes. I needed someone else to be like, let me try this approach instead. Yeah. Um, so I've been with him now for a week and I'm now back down to 2,200. Yeah. So we've kind of scraped it back. Um, need to kind of restart the hunger almost. New training plan. Um, so I suppose a wee bit more excitement is kind of giving me a wee bit more push. Um, so yeah, that's only been for the last week. But the idea is just to not increase them as much as possible. It's not about just shoving hundreds of calories at you and thinking you're going to turn it all into muscle. It needs to be a slow and steady progress. You need to... Make sure the weights are getting uh, the heavy weights are getting done in the gym. You need to be showing progress before calories are kind of increasing. The hunger obviously needs to be there. So it's that's why I say it's um, the time frame thing is just it just depends. It yeah. depends how things go. Are you happy with how you look yet? Are you at your goal physique? If not, then we need to keep going. So yeah, yeah, calories are, are definitely get to a stage where it's it's difficult. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I know a lot of people here like two thousand seven hundred and be like, "Wow, that's yeah. that's easy." A couple of pizzas, <laughs> but, but like that's, no, it's, it's food, trying to keep food quality and like high. Trying to keep food yeah. quality as high as possible. Yeah, and, and getting Definitely. that many calories in is is tough. So yeah, hundred percent. It's even you're trying to get over two thousand five hundred calories in with 
um, potatoes, rice, chicken, fish, yeah. that soon becomes almost like, a, it's, it's, it's such a weird feeling because you get to a point where you're like, right, I'm hungry, I'm going to go make something to eat. And then you sit down to that clean meal and you're just like, oh, yeah. really? You almost feel like you're eating diet food again, yeah. um, trying to keep it really clean. But that's, I suppose, the, the best way to kind of avoid putting on excess body fat, mm-hmm. which obviously we spoke about is inevitable, is going to happen. But um, you can keep that at a, kind of, at a minimum if you do eat the right foods. And obviously it's about how you feel as well. You're going to be less bloated, your digestion's going to be better. You're going to train better because you've ate better foods. So there is a reason for it. And I'm sure when everyone gets to a, a, the kind of latter stage of a, a muscle gaining phase, there is a there is room and there is a place for if it fits your macros then you need to get it in. Yeah. Um, but you want to ideally go through the the whole phase of having nutritious foods, which yeah. is difficult. Yeah, difficult. I think I think there's like it's very easy once you know like how to track calories. I think it's always easy just to get into I'll just have this. I'll just yeah. I'll just go for that. Um but then <clears throat> a lot of the time it's how you feel and like you a lot of the time you'll you'll eat things like that and it, it doesn't make you feel good. Yeah. Um yeah. So touching on um, like taking pictures, how important would you say that is in terms of measuring your progress and and seeing changes and also like keeping you motivated over time? So for, I'd say pictures are more important on a fat loss phase than they are for a muscle gaining phase, 100%, because you are looking for that waist looking a wee tiny bit leaner, um, you know, you're looking for those smaller kind of um, changes that's going to make your client feel good and be like, oh, I can actually see when you put the folks together, I can see that I've come in here and a wee bit of change there. But when it comes to a muscle gaining phase, I mean, yeah, pictures are still important. I, I still send them to my coach. He still wants them every week. Um, and I still take them from my clients as well. Um, but like I said before, you're not then looking for, your, you know, your waist coming in or you're, you're looking for things to be bigger. Yeah. So it's such a switch in mindset. Like I said, if you've done a, a fat loss phase before, to then be like, no, we actually want that to be bigger. We want your yeah. glutes to look bigger. Um, but you're also looking for your kind of your stomach area not to be um, too big. So measurements as well are very important. Um, it's a good gauge with your below belly. I suppose that's where you obviously females hold the most amount of fat. So if that's increasing at a kind of fast rate then it might be time to kind of reevaluate things because you could be putting on a wee bit too much fat. So yeah, it's, it's, it's very much still um, very detailed into, you know, like your progress as much as a diet phase is as well. You need to keep on top of someone with that. But when it comes to a muscle gaining phase, it can be done wrong. Um, you can just gain a lot, well, too much fat too quickly. You might be increasing your calories too quickly. So yeah, it's, it needs to be, it needs to have a, a kind of watchful eye on you as well. That's why I signed up with a coach and I do believe that having a coach through a muscle gaining phase is so much more beneficial than it is going through a fat loss phase. Yeah. People who listen to this might not like when it, might not like hearing this or maybe in a calorie deficit, but being in a calorie deficit is easy. It is. It's eat less and move your body more. But with a calorie with a calorie surplus, um, the the changes are so minute and so so small that you don't actually know how much you're progressing without you know a, maybe someone else looking and be like no things are going in the right direction you know your weight's going up which is another thing that um, is hard to kind of fathom when you've been on a fat loss phase yeah. before you're now looking for the scale weight to go up the way so yeah I definitely believe that having a coach through that as well is also massively important yeah and in terms of in terms of pictures obviously it's, it's, it's a lot I think as well it's a lot more motivating in terms of yeah. like going through a fat loss phase um, and yeah. but 
Also, in, in terms of pictures, so do you just do front side back or do you do like more posy ones as well? Yeah, so I was going to say that. So no, when in a, in a muscle gaining phase, front side and back, you're not seeing anything with that. You're not, you're, you need to be, you need to be tensing. You need to be standing and posing um, and, and like the kind of bicep pose, a glute pose, a back pose. So that can be quite uncomfortable for people because they feel a bit silly, don't they? If they're not competitors, they have no idea how to flex their glutes or how to flex their biceps. But that's the only real way of seeing if they're growing. If you're standing trying to grow muscle and you're just standing like this, like you're, you're not seeing anything. That's that's good for a fat loss phase. That's and you need that. Um, but when it comes to muscle building, um, yeah, you need to be strip them down, get the tan on, get the muscles popping. Yeah, definitely. But it's so it's so motivating seeing that. It's yeah. so good because when you see when your coach sends you back those comparisons and you see that, you know, your bicep is getting a bit bigger, your shoulders are starting to pop a bit more. And um, yeah. that that then becomes the motivator for you to yeah. just keep on pushing through it. Definitely. I think I think in terms of confidence, it's, it's massive as well. Just just being able to to tense sort of pose, see those changes. Yeah. I think oh, it's I think it's really important. Yeah. In terms of body parts, is there any parts that you're trying to focus on? So I actually wrote my consultation form to my coach. I mean, when I first started weight training, it was always glutes, and especially I have not been blessed with good good glutes at all. My honestly, like. If there's one thing that I really dislike my mum for, it's got to be that. But because she's not blessed me with good glutes at all. Um, but so I've always focused on that. But I've actually came away from that over the last maybe six months. And I put up my consultation form to my new coach that um, I don't want to focus on a specific body part because I just want everything to be bigger. Yeah. Um, so honestly, no, I wouldn't say there's one specific part. Um, I'm quite fortunate that I'm even six months into a muscle gaining phase, I'm quite lean my upper body. I don't hold a lot of fat there at all. So I feel like I don't need to focus on that too much. Um, but I'm sure most females can understand this about holding a lot more fat in your kind of low belly, your thighs, your legs and stuff. Um, so I have got a lot more volume in my legs um, in my plan. Um, but yeah, I just basically want everything bigger. Everything. <laughs> everything. Just grow. <laughs> yeah, just grow. Yeah, that's that's the goal. And along with that will come my belly being a wee bit bigger. But like I said before, I'm very comfortable with that. I know that it's for a, a greater cause. So yeah, um, yeah thinking, just just everything. Thinking long term. I like it. That's it, exactly. So I don't I don't actually have an end date on this at all. Initially when I was doing it on my own, I thought eight months is a kind of good um maybe a good time. Um, but yeah, now I'm just like, I'll do it for as, as long as I have to. I just, I can almost come this far and not get to where I want to go or where I want to get to. And just because I feel uncomfortable and be like, right, enough's enough. I'm just going to diet back down again. Yeah. I'll just keep going. Even if it has to be over a year, I'll just, I'll just keep going with it. Yeah. yeah. And have you, got, have you got any holidays planned or anything like that? No, we don't. I think me and Chris will be a kind of like spontaneous type holiday if we book anything. Yeah. Um, and I'm more than willing to go feeling uncomfortable because I do. I definitely do feel uncomfortable some days. Um, and I'm willing to be in that position where I'm in a bikini and I don't feel my most confident. But um, for me, like I said, it's the I, I I've yeah. got an angle in mind, so that for me is um, a bigger drive than yeah. you know a few photos on a holiday so you just won't see much of me on Instagram when I'm away <laughs> I'll just be covering up <laughs> um, any final tips for sort of any females out there looking to build some muscle change your body shape feel more toned defined things like that so I would say definitely and this isn't a, a kind of plug coaching but you definitely have a coach or speak to someone that's done it and um, get a bit of advice of um, someone that's been through it before um, 
don't go into it thinking that it's going to be short term is that's been my biggest message I think this whole time it needs to be something that you're really passionate about so yeah don't don't go into it half-assed um, you need to really really want it and you need to prepare to get uncomfortable that whole thing of get comfortable being uncomfortable has never yeah. been more true going through a muscle, a muscle gaining phase um, and you need to be mentally I suppose ready for that because it definitely the mental the mental side of it and that mindset is going to be the thing that stops you more than anything else so you need to make sure you're at a position where you feel confident enough to kind of get into that um, and yeah get help speak to someone that's done it speak to a coach get a plan in place and um, don't be scared to lift some heavy weights love it like it very much thank um, you where can the listeners find you? I am Cheryl underscore the Glasgow PT on Instagram. Um, and everything that you'll need to know about me is um, in the link in my bio, as cheesy as that also sounds. But yeah, I'm on Instagram, Cheryl underscore the Glasgow PT. Amazing, Cheryl. Thanks very much uh, for coming on. I'm sure the Thanks listeners me. will appreciate it. Um, Thank you. And yeah, I shall speak to you soon. Thanks. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye.